This is Jacob Emerson with the Becker's Payer Issues podcast. Here's your bi-weekly industry news briefing for November 6. The Cigna Group raised its year-end revenue projections to $192 billion, according to the company's third quarter earnings published November 2nd. Total revenues in the third quarter were $49 billion, that's up 8% year-over-year. In the third quarter, net income was $1.4 billion, down 49% from nearly $2.8 billion during the same period last year. Evernorth revenues rose 8% to $38.6 billion. The insurance side of the business, Cigna Healthcare, reported third quarter revenues of $12.8 billion. That's up 14%. The company's medical loss ratio was 80.5% in the third quarter. As of September 30th, Cigna had 19.6 million total medical members. That's up 9.2% year over year. Well, with the addition of Cigna, the nation's largest payers have all filed their third quarter earnings reports, showing which grew their revenues and net incomes the most year over year. United Health Group reported revenues of $92.4 billion, that's up 14%. CVS Health reported nearly $90 billion in revenue. Cigna, $49 billion. Elevance Health, $42.5 billion. Centene with $38 billion. And Humana with $26.4 billion. Well, 80% of patients in the U.S. with insurance coverage who are taking Novo Nordisk's weight loss drug Wagovi pay less than $25 a month for the drug. In its third quarter earnings call November 2nd, Novo Nordisk leaders said most major health plans and PBMs in the U.S. are now covering the drug, which has a monthly list price of about $13.50. The company's vice president for North America estimated that 50 million Americans with obesity may be eligible for coverage of the GLP-1 through their health plan. He said, quote, directionally, we're heading in the right direction, and our focus will be continuing on securing employer coverage as well as stronger access for Americans overall. Payers and self-insured employers have consistently been ending coverage for weight loss medications over the last year as demand for GLP-1s surges, citing high costs and low adherence rates. Novo Nordisk is hoping new data indicating Wagovi reduces the risk of heart attacks and strokes might ease insurers' hesitancy and encourage them to cover the drug. Well, Allstate is looking to sell its health benefits division in 2024, CEO Tom Wilson told investors November 2nd. The health benefits division is comprised of group individual and voluntary benefits offerings. It generated $2.3 billion in revenue and $240 million in adjusted net income over the last 12 months. The division has about 48,000 customers, ranging from Fortune 50 companies to small businesses. Mr. Wilson said, quote, the growth potential of these businesses can be accelerated with greater alignment with a wide range of companies on the market. With with its attractive business profile and financial results, we expect the transaction to be completed in 2024. Well, AgeWell, a specialty managed care insurer in New York, is laying off 68 employees at its headquarters in Lake Success, New York, which is on Long Island. That's according to regulatory documents published by the state October 31st. According to those documents, the company's total employee count is 68. AgeWell provides Medicare Advantage Part D dual special needs and institutional special needs offerings to individuals in select counties in Southern New York. The layoffs will take place in phases through December 30th through June 24th of next year. Last year, Molina purchased AgeWell's managed Medicaid long-term care business for $110 million. At the time, the company said it had 13,000 total members. And finally, Vice President Kamala Harris said that while artificial intelligence has the potential to do profound good, it also has the potential to cause profound harm, 
and that potential for harm includes actions by health insurance companies. Ms. Harris was speaking November 1st in London at UK Prime Minister Rishi Sunak's IA Safety Summit. She said the international community must manage all dangers posed by AI, not just the so-called existential threats such as large-scale cyber attacks or AI-formulated bioweapons. She said, quote, these threats without question are profound and they demand global action. But let us be clear, there are additional threats that also demand our action, threats that are currently causing harm and to which to many people also feel existential. Consider, for example, when a senior is kicked off his healthcare plan because of a faulty AI algorithm, is that not existential for him? The vice president's speech comes after the White House on October 30th issued an executive order requesting the federal government's health agencies to devise a strategy for overseeing AI with provisions related to the healthcare sector. Under that order, HHS will be tasked with developing a safety initiative dedicated to gathering information on AI-related practices that are unsafe and pose potential harm. Ms. Harris said in her speech that the White House is also establishing the U.S. AI Safety Summit, which will create, quote, rigorous standards to test the safety of AI models for public use. If you'd like the latest health insurance industry delivered news delivered straight to your inbox every morning, subscribe to the Becker's Payer Issues podcast on our website at payers.com.